Hi, thank you for tuning in to the Compassion Before Judgment podcast. Welcome to the show. The podcast is hosted by my mom, Jagdeep Hare. Hello, everybody. I'm here today with Felicia, who um, empowers women through the ACT philosophy, which is awaken, create, and transform, which I love that. Her mission and purpose and passion is to support women that are ready to get out of their heads and on with living the life that they were born to lead. And she supports them um, with social change and human uh, evolution. And Felicia is, she created FemQ, which I'm going to let her tell you all about FemQ. So welcome, Felicia. Thank you for having me, Jagdeep. I'm so excited to be here. You're so welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And I can't wait for everyone to hear everything that you have to share. <laughs> so I tell am... us, what is FemQ? What, what is this? What got you there? What, what is it all about? <laughs> wow. I don't know if we have enough time, but let, I know. Me, let, let me try. Um, well, actually, FemQ is my life's work. Um, and to make this simple, it's a, an acronym that stands for the Divine Feminine Emotional Intelligence, the, the Divine Masculine Infinite Intelligence. And so that is FemQ, that is, which means that FemQ is energy, energy is life, life is a movement, and act is how we respond. So that is FemQ. Love it. Um, and it is, again, my life's work. And I'm so excited to share this with the world. Absolutely. Yes. And rightly so. So, I mean, I love that because it's the masculine and the feminine that we, we have to work with together. Right. It's not one or the other when we can bring them together in balance and work with them when and where needed is where we can really have the most um, breakthroughs, right? Exactly. And, you know, FemQ came about for me uh, because of the work that I've done with emotional intelligence. And then when I really um, started to delve into the work, um, there was a lot of research involved, but more than the traditional research, it was experiential research. I had to, to really find out for myself what all of this meant. And FemQ is the direct connection to the source of all that is, meaning infinite intelligence. And it's just recognizing and understanding that we as human spirits have the capacity at any given moment to tap into that energy in creating the lives that we were born to lead. And so that is why I have really dedicated my life uh, to this work, because I feel like as human spirits or human beings, um, you have to realize the power that you are, the intelligence that you are. We don't have to live a life of misery. We're born to, to thrive in this world. We just have to be able uh, to of conditioning and embrace who we are as human spirits. I absolutely love that. And I think that's the number one thing there is to remember that we have this within us. We don't have to look anywhere outside. And that's where we, when we start to look for it on the outside is when we start to feel helpless, right? Because we're, we're giving our power away, but we have this inside of us. So I love that. 
Absolutely. And I love, thank you for reiterating that because that is, that is the, the problem that we have in society now because we are always giving our power away. We feel like we have to be followers and it is perpetuated throughout, you know, organizations, institutions, conventionalism, period. And people are looking for some outside source to save them. Yes. And, we don't need that. And, you know, it's, this is, and this is nothing that I'm just pulling out of the air. This is real, you know? And so we have to really get these conversations going. And that's why I'm so grateful to be here with you today, because once people realize the capacity, capacity that they have, I mean, they will realize that the, you know, life is truly limitless. It and really I think is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just so excited about it. Um, and then when you talk about the divine feminine as well as emotional intelligence and the divine masculine, you know, we just need to be in alignment with that. Accept that that's who we are. You know, not even accept, it's not even about accepting it, it's realizing it, you know, and, and that we must be in alignment with that so that we can create because ultimately that is why we are here. We were born to create. And then we get to share that, whatever that is, with the world. And for me, that is FemQ. That's amazing. And that's exactly what it is, is the alignment, isn't it? Because yeah. if we're in too much in our divine feminine or too much in our divine masculine, it, and it, it just doesn't balance out, it's almost like pushing water up a hill, right? So when yeah. we can work with them together... Because, you know, we can't always be in the goal and we can't always be in the flow. We have to really bring them together and integrate them for where and when we're going to use them for them to work. So I really love that. Yeah. And I love the go and the flow. You know, it is just that is it. You know, we make, you know, society makes everything so complicated and, you know, it doesn't have to be. You know, only, but if we're interested though, we have to be interested in making fundamental change and that change starts with the individual. And for me, it started with me waking up uh, over 13 years ago, having my wake up call and realizing that I truly wanted to live. And in order to do so, I had to die to the past, all of that conditioning that was keeping me stuck in a psychological prison. You know, for me, I was like, enough is enough. You know, I know that I wasn't born to live a life of misery. What is it that I can do as an individual to make change, you know, so that I can thrive in life instead of this constant striving to survive? Because that's not real. Right. So, yes, striving to survive. That's exactly it, isn't it? And that's where we're just we're we're just in that go, go, go and push, push, push. And then we feel we feel mentally and physically exhausted, don't we? Because we feel like, well, I'm doing all the right things, but why are things not working out? And as we put that time on it, right? Well, by this time, I've done all this work on myself, so I should be here. But again, if we can take all of those things away and kind of really figure our insides out, that's what's going to give us the results on the outside. Exactly. And I love it because... You're right. It is extremely exhausting. It is exhausting. And you're competing. You know, society teaches us to compete. And yeah. they make it like, it, you know, like it's cool to be, you know, competition is fun, you know. And at the end of the day, there is no need for competition. 
You know, I understand in sports, you know, everyone wants to play to win. But when you are talking about real life and living, there is no competition. There isn't even competition with yourself. Right. You know, there's no need. It's just really fully embracing who you are in living, living your truth. And so this whole concept of time, that time, you know, really just puts unnecessary pressure on people and they start measuring themselves. And look, we have enough of that in society. Every institution is, you know, built on measuring, you know, competition and power struggles. That is not it. That is not the way to go. You know, if we fully understand who we are as individuals and why we are here, then your life opens up to you and you are able to be that light that the world needs. That's great. Yeah. And uh, uh, we talked about this in one of the clubhouse rooms we were in where we mentioned about goals. Like it's great to have goals, but we, when we look at that goal, we're kind of missing out on the present moment that we have and we're working so hard towards those goals, but really we're not really getting anywhere because we're so focused on that. And I find as well, when we're, we're really trying to get somewhere we're we're just not getting there because that restrictions there, isn't it? It's you're working so hard. Like you said, there is no time and there is no competition, but if we could remove that and just know we are exactly where we need to be, even though, yes, we do have to work. That doesn't mean we just sit on the couch all day and do nothing. <laughs> right. We, we still have to do things, but it's getting, in tune with what is it I want to do, what gives me more energy. Because I find when I'm doing more of the things that I want to do and are in alignment with me, I actually have more energy to do more things in my day. And I always know when I'm feeling depleted or exhausted, I'm doing things that are not in alignment with myself. And that's making me feel like I have no energy to do anything else. So when we really get in alignment with what we want, to do and what feels right is when we actually create more of that abundance of energy. Exactly. When you talk about, I mean, and you said it so eloquently, thank you for saying it. It's what feels right. It's what feels right. You know, that's worth repeating. Yeah. And, and you know, for me, it took me a long time, you know, I call it my great awakening, but before my, my major wake up call, uh, I used to work around the clock right. and I felt like if I wasn't running around with my head cut off like a chicken, I yeah. was being productive, you know? Yeah. And, and it was just a lie I was telling myself. And I just remember, even when I first started, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I started, you know, gosh, probably in 2012 was my last corporate job, you know, right. and I, I, and I really just embraced this, entrepreneurship. And let me tell you, when I first started, I would sit in my office and I would plan, plan, plan. I had all these goals and, you know, I had my to-do list and everything like that. And when I didn't complete things, I was so upset and my energy was depleted and I just felt like a failure. And I was, you know, I just remember just crying. And, and, And let me tell you, I when I say I worked around the clock, I worked around the clock, but I was miserable. Right. But then when I was awakened, you know, I allowed intelligence to flow through me. And when I did that, I was able to create 
my company from scratch, from nothing. Right. And, and, and people think, oh, you have to listen to this person, go to that expert, that expert. No, it is not true. When you surrender and allow intelligence to move through you, you are able to create what it is that you were born to do. And that for me was my, I started off in my coaching practice, Evolve Coaching and Consulting, LLC. And I now go by FEMQ, but I started, you know, you know, that's how I started. I had no idea that that was what I was supposed to be doing. It just felt right. And so once I was open, then, you know, intelligence started sending me the right tools to, to utilize so that I can continue to build it. And then, you know, here we are years later, it's has evolved into this, You know, I can't even take credit for it. I'm just a vehicle. I'm just a conduit, really. Um, But it's just this beautiful um, gift. And I I say it's a gift for humanity, you know, because, you know, I've come to understand that women are the key in the preservation of humanity. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. I knew that I would work with women, but I had no idea in what capacity. But now it is abundantly clear why I'm here and why I'm, you know, why intelligence gave me this gift of FEMQ. And so I sat back and took dictation. I tell people this all the time. It was about dictation. I truly did not have a roadmap or AKA blueprint, which is very trendy. I didn't have any of that, but intelligence flowed through me and I created it. Everything that I have on my website, everything that I've, you know, I work with, with in my workshops, my coaching, all of it is divine. It was given to me by the divine. And that is how I use it. And I, and I created it, you know, and I share this with women. I share this with the world because people are so conditioned to believe that we have to follow someone else's roadmap, someone else's blueprint to create what they think is success. And, you know, of course, we won't get into what success is because we can go another 40 minutes. But for <laughs> me, success is realizing who you are and, and being it, living it every single day. And your work days, my work day is not a traditional nine to five work day. You know, I may wake up at three o'clock in the morning and, and get a gift, you know, from the intelligence and create something. Uh, you know, my work days... I mean, I'm up at what, six, five thirty, six o'clock every day or whatever, but I'm completely in flow. I, I just, I, I am open to what the universe has to offer me and I, I just do it. And you know what? You're, when you talk about a schedule or creating goals, it all has, everything is laid out for me. All of my goals are laid out or whatever, but they didn't come by me sitting at my desk working tirelessly right. without any energy to create them. They came organically for me. So all I simply did was just put them, you know, in place and whatever I feel led to do that day that gives me the most joy and excitement, that is what I do. And let me tell you, I feel more accomplished than I have ever felt working in any other type of organization. I I truly, this is truly a gift and I feel blessed and I feel honored to be able to share it with you and the world. 
And isn't it amazing when you can be, when you can have that feeling, it, you just, everything else around you just seems to figure itself out. So I'm going to ask you a question here. This, we might go a little deep here. <laughs> so we, we all know this stuff. Right. So we all know we need to be in flow. We all know that we, we know what we need to do. What do you think it is that stops us as women from actually doing it? Because we, you know, we read all the books, we listen to all the videos, we do everything that we need to do. What do you think it really is that stops us from taking that step and just because just doing it because I feel like we have a lot of guilt tied to us feeling good but what do you think like I mean we could we could go on this about this for hours but I just felt really called to ask that question because I think you know we we all talk about this a lot but it would be good to go into what is it that would stop me today from doing something that really feels in alignment with me I love that question thank you for asking it we stop ourselves. And the reason being is because number one, you say, you know, we know this stuff. Well, we don't really know it. We've read it in a book. We've heard someone say it, but to know and not to do is not to know. So that's the first step. Mm. And once, <laughs> once we can accept that we don't know Jack, you know, yeah. say, you know what? I don't, I really don't know. I really don't know what I'm doing. All I know is that this is not in alignment. And so I am open to figure this out. So once you can, you know, understand that and be open and be in that position of vulnerability, then you are welcoming intelligence in to guide you. And so this whole we know idea, what stops us from that? You know, what stops us from that is the idea that we think we know. That's right. That you have this idea of what you think you want and what you think your life is supposed to be about versus realizing the truth of who you are at your core, what the essence, why are you here? Why were you born? Who are you? So that is why once you realize that, then there's not a question. You know, it's that it's not really thinking, you know, anything. It's really being who you are, living your truth. And so that, and then this whole, with you know, because of all of the conditioning, I have to go back to the conditioning. Yeah, because that's there's, big. Yeah, you know, there's so much conditioning in the world. I mean, once we are born whole, and this is what I tell, we are born whole. We, we are intelligence. We are infinite intelligence. We are born whole. But the, the reality is once we are born into this world, into this society, expectations are forced upon us. And so we live our lives trying to live up to those expectations instead of living our truth. And so once we get to a point of discomfort and we start trying to figure out who it is that we are, and that usually starts to happen. I mean, if, if you're, if you're, if you're in tune with it, you will accept it at a younger age because I've met beautiful spirits that are young, that are doing this, that get it. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, my reality, I, I started to experience the shift in my late 20s. And it was after I had my daughter, because, you know, having a child for me was a gift and it was a, a wake up call. So because we go through life and we have many wake up calls, but do we do we fully wake up? 
mm, no, <laughs> because mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, we're like we keep fighting it. Why we keep fighting it? Because we think we know. It's because right. of all of the conditioning, and it's like. So for me, I, I say, you know, we, we have all these, we're born whole, but then as life goes on, we just keep getting layered and layered and layered with all of the conditioning, with all of the expectation from our family, from our religion, from um, organizations that we belong to, society as a whole, you know, even with politics, everyone just pushes and forces all of these expectations on us and then we don't know who we are we lose right. sight of who we are and so we have to we end up spending the rest of our lives if we are interested if we are open to it to figuring out who we truly are so that we can live free that's, yes. that's my answer on it <laughs> yeah and I love how you brought up the conditioning because really that is what it is because we have these expectations and we're trying to be a certain way and trying to fit in but but Really, that is what it is. And when I said the knowing, because um, I find, you know, people will say like if they're in a situation and they'll say, I know what I need to do. But then it's like, but we still don't do it. Right. So it, it's really about that coming into alignment and breaking away, not even breaking away from the conditioning, but almost working with it and really going within and seeing if that's working for you. Like, is this things that were put on to me or are they mine? Because a lot of the things, the things that were said to us, the things that have happened, they're not even ours. I mean, most of the time, but we've mm -hmm. taken them on as ours and then we relive them and we relive them and then we wonder why nothing's changing in our life, but it's because we keep reliving all of that conditioning. Mm -hmm. And it takes work though, right, Felicia? Yes. I mean, you you know this, it it's not, there's no magic pill that we can take. And then the next day we're a new person. <laughs> exactly. And if anybody tells you they have the key, yeah. run, run. I'm, I'm telling you, go the other way. Yes. Because there's not a person, place or thing that can tell you how to live. You have to come to this understanding on your own. And once you do, you will realize, again, the capacity that you have to actually create the life you were born to lead. You will realize the intelligence that you are and you will share that. That is your truth, you know, and that is what that is what I hope for for the world, really. You know, I am and I won't stop doing this work because it this whole idea of, you know, trying to live up to expectations, you know, and, and, and really not, we, we even, some of us know inherently, you know, I won't say everybody because it just depends on where you are in your process. But, you know, for those that are aware, awareness is such a gift. When you are able to see what is real, what is right in front of you, that is such a gift because then you are able to discern what is good for you and what is not, you know, and it's again, you, you, you talk about this all the time and it's just really being in complete alignment with all that is. Right. Yeah. It really does come to that alignment and what feels right for you, no matter what you've been told or what anyone around you is saying. And I think that's one of the really big things is when we're always going outside of us I mean it's great to have support and it's great to have you know 
uh, the right people. But at the end of the day, I find even with that, even with having that support and having the people around, you still do have to go within to get your answers because that's really where they are. Yes. You're, I mean, that's it. You're exactly right. You know, and early on for me, I, I struggled with that because with, because of the conditioning, I felt like I had to go to out, an outside source for support. And the reality is for me, um, not everybody was always supportive, um, yeah. especially when I came, when it came to me being an entrepreneur and walking away from like a traditional job. And I've always been sort of a weirdo anyway in, in having <laughs> this, <laughs> this deep connection um, with intelligence and understanding that and and really was kind of a rebel when it came to, to religion, because I'm like, wait a minute, some things just aren't adding up. Right. And if I'm following all these rules, why don't I feel good? You know, why do I feel exactly? You know? Yes. And so, you know, it was for me, like in 2007, when, you know, I call it a moment with God, but I, I had a moment that I was lying there and I, I just was so sick of myself. I was so tired of feeling miserable. Right. And I felt, I felt, I felt real pitiful, you know, pitiful Felicia. <laughs> and I, I just, and that's not me. And that's not what I showed the world. Mind you, I showed the world this tough woman, you know, but inside I was so fragile. I was breaking and I was over it. And you know, but at the time too, I was in debilitating pain, physical pain. I had no idea, but I had been uh, dealing with chronic illness. Lupus, mm. they diagnosed me with lupus at the time and then later found out that it was Sjogren's. And it's kind of been like this teeter-totter between the two illnesses because, mm. yeah, sometimes, it, you know, it would take on the form of lupus and then other times it would take on the form of Sjogren's syndrome. So, you know, as you can imagine, I was a bit confused, but yeah. more than anything, I was just frustrated. I didn't want to be in pain, but more than the physical pain, it was the psychological and emotional pain that I was dealing with. Right. And I said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being pitiful. I'm tired of this pain. And I really wanted to figure out like what is causing this emotional distress because I knew if I could get to the root of that that you know the physical pain could dissolve yeah. and I could start truly living and I surrendered in that moment and let me tell you once I surrendered and and just owned up to the fact that I didn't know you know yes my, my world opened up and I was able to to get the support and the help that I needed and now let me tell you to this day, like physically, I am thriving. And, you know, when, but when something is not in alignment, then I'm, you know, something will happen where I'm not feeling well, but those are welcome discomforts because then it gives me the opportunity to see it. And then I say, okay, what's not happening, right? What is out of alignment so that I can get it back? in alignment so that I'm, I'm, I can uh, thrive basically. So this whole idea of seeking outside support, I just realized, you know what? I have to go within, yeah. I have to go within. And people think, you know, 
I've had so many experts come and tell me, you need to do this. You should do that. And I'm telling you, I, I'm like, thank you. But I don't listen to anybody. Yeah. You can't tell me anything. Like, I'm open. I don't think that I know everything. But I know the relationship that I have with intelligence. And I trust it. And, and when there's anything that I need, intelligence supplies it. Whether it's in human form, like, if, you know, our meeting, I feel like our meeting was divine. Um, when it comes to my business, anything that I need, it comes, right. you know, because I allow it, you know, it, it, that, that goes back to what abundance is. Yes. You know, people think the idea of abundance is an ideal and it's not, it's reality. We live in abundance, you yes. know, we just have yeah. to be open to it and allow it to come. Yeah. You know, I'm not a hustler. You know, it's real trendy, right? These days, everyone's talking about they're, they're on the grind and they're hustling and all of that. No, I'm not interested in that life. You know, I just am fully in alignment and I attract abundance. I'm not, I'm not worried about trying to go get it. You know, right. what I'm interested in is being of service and being able to give it. So that is, that, that is my um, understanding of. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, first of all, thank you for sharing your surrender moment because you know, that's, that's the moments that it's that darkness that we really have to sit with where we want to run from because we want to always run from the darkness into the light. But we really have to be with that darkness, which is not easy, but that's where the breakthroughs happen. Right. So that that for me as well is those moments are where you're going to have the big breakthroughs where it feels the most difficult. But it's staying with them and knowing that this will pass. Everything passes. You know, we never say stay stuck in the dark and we're never always in the light. It's that flow of both of them together. And it's really remembering I'm going to get out of this and I'm going to come out better. Right. Right. I love that you say that too, because, you know, when I was first going through this, when you talk about sitting with the darkness, you know, I had been living with the darkness and not even living, it was existing with the darkness, contemplating, you know, it was going through my head, you know, the past and all of the hurts and the pain and everything. And I wanted nothing to do with it. So I started to suppress all of, well, I had suppressed it for years, but when I had my breakthrough while in the darkness, I said, wow, okay, I understand now this is, you know, I had to experience this so that I can wake up because unfortunately it takes a tragedy or something, you know, yeah. bad to happen to kind of wake us up. And, you know, because, you know, we, we have wake up calls all the time, like I said, but, you know, it's not until something bad happens that we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, which really it. is, it really is unfortunate, isn't it? If we, yeah. if we could, but then that's, that's where the life experience comes from, right? That's where yeah. the way that we navigate through those tragedies or those things that happen is really what makes us it either makes us or breaks us really right yes I agree I agree and I'm let me tell you when I was lying there and I you know surrendered and I said you know I know that I wasn't born to live a life of misery what is it that I can do you know I knew that you know, in the world where people are suffering, psychologically speaking, you know, emotionally speaking, 
you know, what and why is the cause of this? And that became the foundation, you know, for my work with right. I I said, you know what? I have got to figure this out and not just for myself, but for the world, because people need to realize that we can do something about it. And, you know, right now I know it's mindset, you know, a lot of these terms are, are, are very trendy, um, but at the end of the day, it really is, you know, having a healthy mind. And, and what does that mean? You know, and so a lot of my research in, in, in my work has been really understanding what, how societal influence, you know, can be harmful to the right. human to human beings. And I was my first, um, ex, you know, and when you come to, when it comes to um, experiential evidence, I, I, you know, I said, you know, I got to figure this out for myself because I got to get healthy. I got to get right. And this teetering between anxiety and depression is just not going to work. I'm tired. You know, it's right. exhausting. And what is it that I can do? And so that's been the work through, you know, that is the work that I've done with the ACT philosophy. And that is what, you know, I share with the world. Yeah, that's great. And I think it's also so important to remember that we do have to do our own work first. So we can only really take people as far as we've gone. Because, you know, it, it. that's for me, that's just it seems like common sense but you know sometimes you 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 think that you can help others but really you're kind of drowning yourself trying to save everybody else right so it's coming back to yourself and doing the work and saving yourself we you know we don't need to save anybody else we just need to be there for ourselves and once we can do that we can actually be there for others, but we can't deplete ourselves by giving too much to everybody else because then that's where the bitterness and resentment and all of that comes in because we're just emptying our own cup. Yeah, you you said it. Yeah, you know, for me, you know, I don't even, I don't believe or subscribe to common sense. I really don't because what's common <laughs> is not, <laughs> you know, what's common is not. Um, Maybe it wasn't the right word. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I know exactly what you mean, but I actually, you know, I make a point to differentiate because to me, I, you know, it's about being, it's about natural sense. It's about being in flow. So what comes natural, you know, what is healthy for our well-being, beneficial to our well-being. Right. And so I, I, I call, I, I call it natural sense. And then, you know, this, this idea that we can fix other people, like, please, yeah. you know, <laughs> I know, you know, I, I'm not here to fix you. And my thing is, I, you know, I grew up in my family. We all have roles within our, our individual families. And, you know, growing up as a middle child, you know, I didn't feel like I ever had the attention that, you know, I wanted. And it was, but it, I don't, I'm not complaining about it. No, woe is me. I, I actually celebrate it because it made me who I am. But let me tell you. I am the rock. And I remember having a conversation with my mother and, you know, she says, you know, we all have our roles in life. Right. And I, I love that conversation. I, I, I cherish that conversation that I had with her. And she said, you know, 
you're strong, you know, and, and that is why people come to me. So I've always kind of been this. So it's not a coincidence that I will be a wholeness coach and an empowerment speaker because I've always been this. I just had to realize it for myself. So going back to your point, it's like, no one can fix you. No one can tell you anything. You just have to come to it on your own. But it's great that when people are living in their truth, you are living in your truth, Jack Deep. I'm living in my truth. So when you're living in your truth, you can truly bless other people that you come in contact with. Yes, that because, is so true. And so that is how, you know, we we serve. That is how I serve. I serve by showing up as me, you know, and I never have this idea that I can fix. No. And, you know, if if someone is, you know, really suffering and they need support, that I cannot give them because I truly just want to be there to be of service, to be of a support. If I can't do it, then I have built a network of beautiful spirits that can, right. you know? Yes. And so I, I, I share that. I refer them to that spirit because at the end of the day, the goal here is for people to thrive in life, you know, right. and I can't be all things for everybody. And when you talk about your cup being empty, yes, I have to rejuvenate. I have to cherish and and protect, you know, this this body as well as this spirit so that I can continue to be of service. So, yeah, I, I just love what you said. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I love these conversations because we always take away like so much, but even the little things like now I'm. Um, adopting the word natural sense instead of common sense. I'm like, I like that. It's, it sounds nicer. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, yeah. Mean, any, I mean, look, you're not common. And I know I'm not common at all, you know, and I don't think in terms of common because common is practical and practical is what the world is. You know, it's very practical because it's this go get it mentality yes and it's like no when we're natural it's like oh I'm 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 open to receive and that's that's just how I that's just how I understand it absolutely well this has been so great oh my gosh I love all the like the the deep conversations I love them because you just take away so much and you just feel nourished right it's just it feels in alignment. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I love it. It's, it. it's definitely in alignment. And I, I, I'm grateful and I honor you and thank you uh, for the opportunity. Oh, you're so welcome, Felicia. It's my pleasure. Uh, where can the finders connect? To, sorry, where can the listeners connect to the finders? They'll find something. They'll find some gems in there. <laughs> What can they find when they connect with you? <laughs> where they can, where can they connect with you, Felicia? Yes, um, they can. You can connect with me at www.femq.world. Um, my all of my information is on there. I'm on Instagram as well at Felicia P H L I C I A at femq.world. Feel free to connect with me there. And um, oh, I also have a podcast. called the act philosophy so if you want to learn a little bit more it's the act philosophy honestly is just these little five minute segments that i that i've decided to share and um but it's leading up to you know uh the launch of my my book coming out the act philosophy and it is uh a seminar 
that I offer and I travel the world um, sharing. So I'm excited about it and it feel free to reach out to me. I love creating and building new relationships with powerful women. So thank you again for the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Thanks. I will add all of that into the description. So if they want to look for your podcast and all of that, they can look for that and listen to you and connect with you. So that's great. So thank you so much for your time today. It was amazing. I love this conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. So welcome. Truly amazing. And yeah, it's just very powerful conversation, which I love. I welcome anytime. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Felicia. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. If you have any suggestions, we would love to hear from you.